welcome and thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast from Coverney Old Cook for Sunday the 7th of February. Our reading today is from the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 1, and reading from verses 29 to 39. Let's listen for the word of God. As soon as they left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons, and the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases, and cast out many demons, and he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighbouring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also, for that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues, and casting out demons. Amen. And may God add his blessing to this reading of his holy word. In my time as a reader doing pulpit supply around Presbytery, I remember one church in particular that I went to where the Bibles were very carefully and very neatly placed in every pew. I opened one up to see what version it was and in huge large red letters these words were stamped inside the front cover, not to be taken from the church. Well, perhaps they had a problem with people stealing Bibles in the past. Not to be taken from the church is, I think, the attitude many people have regarding religion. All too often the view is, well, it's okay as long as it doesn't interfere with my life, my home or my business. It's got its place in church on a Sunday. There are two events in today's Gospel lesson that I want to mention. first event is Jesus leaving the church and going to someone's home. In normal times, something I do either as pastoral care or perhaps on a funeral visit is to visit people's homes. So here we have Jesus doing a home visit. Once there, Jesus is confronted by yet another problem, the problem of a sick mother-in-law. Well, in my visits, I sometimes don't know what I'll be confronted with, but there's nothing on the scale of what Jesus finds. Simon and Andrew were not expecting Jesus to leave the truth and the power of the gospel in the sanctuary. They wanted him to bring it to their home, unlike those of us who like to keep it in church. I think part of our reasoning in leaving things at church is that sometimes we're just so busy doing other things. At least up until a year ago, we all had much busier lives. Now, we've all had to find a new routine. Where before we might have been so busy, we only had time for a quick dinner on our lap. Now, for many, there's so little to do that we have dinner on our lap watching TV. And there's also an explosion of choices that we didn't have when I was young. Then, most businesses closed on a Sunday. 
and as many a granny would keep anyone from doing anything on a Sunday apart from breathing. And technology has made it possible for our work and our leisure to get out, reach out and touch us anytime we want, anywhere we want. Mobile phones, home computers, tablets, smart TVs. There's an explosion of choices and things that impinge on our lives. Do you ever have times when you just want to scream, everyone stop and be quiet? Verses 32 to 34 of our reading. In effect, is Jesus saying, just leave me alone. The second event begins in verse 35, where Jesus went off to a solitary place. The word translated as solitary, lonely place, is also translated as wilderness. But the word also used, the word used also means a holy place, somewhere alive with the presence of God. Many of us today still have busy lives, perhaps working from home, perhaps looking after the grandchildren, which now brings with it homeschooling. How many of you wish that you could at times just slow down, replenish your spirit and renew your strength? In a recent survey poll, 59% of those who took part agreed. Now Jesus never just happened to find himself alone. The whole city was knocking on his door here, but Jesus sought out somewhere else to be alone and to pray. Life has become different to the past, in that now we are so contactable, and it's hard to shut doors and find our somewhere else. We find time for the internet, to watch TV, or to do any of the other hundreds of hobbies or distractions that tempt us, but we can't find time to be somewhere else with God. Let me finish with a story. After hearing our minister encourage people that even if they had nowhere else to go, they could go into a cupboard and close the door to be alone with God. The royal lady said to him, Well, in my modern house there are no doors and no large cupboards. Now what do I do? Well, she had kind of missed the point. Somebody else isn't necessarily a location or a place. It's an attitude, an attitude of deliberateness. We must be deliberate about sharing our highs, sharing our lows, our thanks and our worries with God, doing it in prayer wherever we find ourselves. So I urge you to make time for that solitary, quiet place within your mind, within your temperament. Find that somewhere else where you can be alone with God in prayer. It will make a huge difference in your life. Amen. And now, a time for prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, when you walked on dusty roads or sat by glistening waters, you met people where they were. When you bent down low to touch the leper or raised your eyes to touch Zacchaeus' heart, heaven and earth were met. And so our prayer today is that our world will know your healing touch and your forgiving heart. That those who have been hurt by insincere actions and damning words will hear your healing voice. 
that those whose lives are filled with dark thoughts or unimaginable fears will know your peace. Walk beside those who are close to giving up hope and where life seems to have no point, where people struggle to make ends meet and fear the debt collector's knock on the door. May those of us touched by COVID, whether through illness or death of someone that we know, may we be comforted. The vaccination is and will make a difference. And we thank the scientists and all those involved in the administration. We give thanks for a glimpse of the light at the end of the tunnel. And we ask for patience as we look forward to a return to what we once regarded as normal. And may all who weep and mourn or feel abandoned and unloved, turn towards your voice, move towards your arms, and hear the whisper of your presence in the long hours of night. Inspire us and encourage us to bend down low, to embrace those for whom society has no time or patience. Raise our eyes upwards to see the struggling patient and the exhausted caregiver, and where young and old stumble and fall, may we be there to offer support. That all will know your love, the love that transcends all others. Through Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Thank you once again for taking the time to listen. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all this day and forevermore. Amen.